Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So we have some exciting news. Um, We are going to be doing a new interactive podcast episode where we talk about UFO interactions with you, the listener. You can go ahead and check out, listed in the bio, I have a number you can call, leave a message, and I can take that and put it on air or transcribe it, or you can email. So check the bio, give us a call. We're going to be putting in this information probably in the next week or two or maybe a month, depending on how people are going to call. So call in if you have any questions about UFOs. If you have any things you would like for me to answer on UFOs, or if you have any theories on UFOs, and if you have any um, first-hand, second-hand, any interaction, please give a call. Thank you, and enjoy the episode. Welcome back, and today we got a lot to get into as we're going to be looking into the Hawaiian fire potential um, conspiracy theory that's starting to range online. I went into the deep depths of it. Um, kind of putting the whole conspiracy wrapped around the governor, provide some information with that. So let's get into it. First and foremost, this is a tragic event, probably one of the worst fires, natural disasters we've seen in American history. And thoughts and prayers go out to the family. Um, you know, if you're wanting to donate, I think the Hawaiian Community Fund has raised close to 17 million. And it's truly remarkable. As you know, they say in Hawaii, Ohana, which means family. And I truly think that the people in the community have really come together in order to um, lean on one another, rely on one another, and I think it's really evident from the research I've done. So that's kind of what I want to address first before I get into kind of what the conspiracy theories are around it. Now, whenever we look at it, I really wanted to provide some insight into someone who's doing really good, actually a surfer who's going in and, and taking the challenge and going into the community and actually providing aid. And one of the interesting things he's indicating is that he's not getting any help from the local or federal government. And for the last five days of this whole situation, him and people he know have been providing aid to the people of Lahana. So please listen. As to the people who need them. Kai Lenny is a daring big wave professional surfer and a Maui native. And he says he's been forced to lead a citizen run recovery effort, one of many on the island, because The government's response, by contrast, has been inadequate. People in the fire zone telling him they haven't seen a government employee in days. At one moment, you're in beautiful Hawaii, and, you know, it's just another great day. And then the next, this amazing tragedy occurs, and it's so violent. I don't know what to do. I haven't prepared for an entire town going up in flames. So what kind of needs were you hearing about in the days after the fire? For some of us, we were kind of sitting back waiting for help to arrive and then nothing was sort of happening. We were just in shock. But what was that tipping point for you when you realized government is not gonna be able to respond the way locals can? So when I started getting texts and messages from friends on the other side saying, hey, no one is here. Do you know anyone you can call? Can you help us? And within this report, what you're hearing is Kyleny talking about how there's been a real absence of help, you know, and it's really interesting because whenever you get the the different levels of of the stories, it seems like there there has been help, there has been funding, but on the island of Lahaya, there hasn't been. And a lot of people are saying on the west side there is, but within that location, 
you know, it really looks like there's a bomb that's going off. So what is going on? So whenever we look at kind of the conspiracy theories that are arising out of this deadly situation, we look at how people are indicating that they think there was a direct energy weapon potentially used to hit this island in order to create some type of fires. Now, that's something that's being said, um, and it's really being conditioned and brought through on the TikTok and social media apparatus to kind of put forth a potential story. Now, the reason why people are saying that is because of the nature of the destruction of this fire is like nothing I've ever seen. You know, you have a city where all the vehicles, all the cars are actually melted, but the trees around it are still standing. And, you know, when people look at the weapons and they look at it, you know, it looks like very different than a potential fire. But what's really interesting is we're getting conversations from the governor, Josh Green, and this is really where this whole um, kind of conspiracy theory is starting. And I'm going to go ahead and play kind of what one TikToker is saying, I think her name is Ashley Smith, about kind of this information. Not to sound like a tinfoil hat person. I'm just kidding, I'm definitely one. I know a lot about a lot. So let's talk about this Maui fire. Was there a DEW used? Probably, because think about it, Hawaii is gorgeous. I've been there on Front Street. If I was a corporation and the locals don't want to give up their homes, swear to God it's 11-11, so I can build my mega in hotels wouldn't it be nice if there was a really big natural disaster so this is one of the conspiracy theories that potentially they are creating an environment of creating destruction within line in order to make smart cities create grids create a new environment now the reason why this is this is a potential theory is really going back to the governor and I'm going to go ahead and play a clip for you about kind of what the governor's talking about, which is really interesting because he's referring to the development of land. And whenever an ongoing crisis is happening like this, you'd really think they would not be talking about that type of situation. So I'm going to go ahead and play the clip from you. And this is really what sparked a lot of theories as it relates to um, this whole situation. Thinking about ways for the state to acquire that land so that we can put it into workforce housing, to put it back into families, or to make it open spaces in perpetuity as a memorial to people who were lost. We want this to be something that we remember uh, after the pain passes uh, as a magic place. And Lahaina will rebuild. The tragedy right now is the loss of life. Uh, the buildings can be rebuilt over time. Even the banyan tree may survive. But we don't want this to become uh, a cleared space where then... So people are hearing that clip and really thinking he's trying to insinuate that they're going to be building smart houses as it relates to this environment. Maybe corporations are going to buy this land and push the people out. But, you know, he's saying workforce housing, which is the defined as an effort to affordable housing and earning between 60 to 100 percent of the area's income median. So I don't think he's really saying smart cities building grids, but that's where kind of the, the story is being really taken place because of his initiative. Um, he does have a hundred million, a hundred million dollar initiative to kind of revamp Hawaii and, and create a smart city, creating smart grids. And, and actually four weeks ago, he's actually at the United Nations talking about it. And this is really where I think potentially people think maybe the, the governor is trying to create some type of environment, or at least that's one of the conspiracy Josh theories. Green just wrapped up a keynote address in New York. And he ended up a panel focusing on sustainable development at the United Nations. 
we tried to lead on energy and climate, we were the first state to mandate 100% renewable energy uh, for electricity. So it's again an opportunity as a small state with technically a small footprint, but we do punch above our weight a little bit because of our position. So this is Pacific. kind of where the story is yep. kind of coming from is potentially the governor is wanting to create a situation where people think that maybe there's corporate entities coming in wanting to take care of Lahaina. People are also saying that as a result of Oprah's land, because Oprah has been buying up a lot of land on Hawaii, close to 400, 900 acres. And if you look at the fire, it came right by her house, and people are saying potentially with the Obamas. Um, and the conspiracies are, or the strange coincidences, if you will, are even going close to even indicating that there was a sheriff at the two at the um, shooting that occurred in Las Vegas is now on the force within Hawaii, helping within this situation. Now, a lot of people are putting this together and potentially finding something. And you also have the story of um, maybe even um, a Chinese laser weapon. And I'm going to go ahead and play a clip for you where that's really starting as well. Now to a very unusual site captured on camera. Japanese and local astronomers say a Chinese satellite was recently seen beaming down green lasers over the islands. This video captured atop the Subaru telescope on Mauna Kea, operated by the National Astronomical Observatory of Japan. Bryce Moore has the story. The lasers flash for just a couple seconds. Initially thought to be from a NASA altimeter satellite, the Japanese put out a correction note on Monday saying NASA scientists found a most likely candidate as the ACDL instrument by the Chinese DACI-1 AEMS satellite. So this satellite was originally thought to be Japanese, maybe potentially used by NASA, but come to find out it was a satellite used by the Chinese potentially to test pollution within the atmosphere. But a lot of people believe that that potentially makes no sense because why would they be testing that within the Pacific when China is probably potentially one of the biggest polluters in the world? So that's another one of these conspiracy theories that potentially laser hit it and created the fire or a bomb went off or something like that. So, you know, we're kind of, that's kind of one of the things, but it hasn't been proven wrong, but that is a conspiracy theory that people are indicating. Now, another situation where we're getting into this fire and this bomb situation is we're going back to the governor from a speech where he's actually indicated that, um, that you know, that it looked like a firebomb went off. It does appear like a bomb and fire went off. It does appear like a bomb and fire went off. All of those buildings virtually are going to have to be rebuilt. It will be a new Lahaina in its own image, its own values. But it's going to be billions of dollars. We are so coordinated with state, county, and federal support that it took less than a quarter of a day, six hours, to get the approval from the president to bring those resources in. This was, of course, a shock to see a hurricane and its winds. I think that we're seeing this for the first time in many different parts of the world. I've been contacted by several governors across the country to share their experiences in a time where global warming is combined with strengthening. So whenever we look at this, you know, he's going back to the land in the re rebuilding of it. And that's one of the first speeches he gave. So once again, very strange. Now, now he's like kind of backtracking and now he's saying there's a moratorium on the land and it can't be sold for a certain period of time as it relates to the development. So he's backtracking. So I think he's probably received some backlash for being like, why are you talking about the development of these buildings? You know, the people right now are the most important part. And go, going back to the intro where I was talking about the surfer, you know, he's saying that there's still nobody really there, boots on the ground to help. So whenever we look at this story, it's really, really interesting because, 
you know, I honestly don't, I don't think a laser created this whole fire. I don't think it was a weapon or anything like that. I'm really just letting people know what the conspiracy theory is. Now, as it relates to the governor, this is kind of where we get in a weird situation because he does have donors. I looked at his donor record whenever he's running for governor, and he had the most money at $1.4 million. He did have investors um, giving the most, which are lobbyists and actually um, development, land development organizations also providing money as well. So if we were to draw on that line of correlation, we could potentially say maybe some of his donors had interest in maybe this land after what had happened. Now, do I think this was a situation where they created a fire in order to have that happen? I, I honestly doubt that. Do I think that the governor's, um, the way he's articulating and communicating about this whole situation is strange? Yeah, I think it's a very strange conversation to be having. You know, if I was a governor, I'd be like, hey, the most important thing is to find people who are living, develop housing for the people who don't have housing, and we're going to do everything we can do in order to create that in situation so everyone can have a warm place to sleep in a bath after such a tragic environment in order, you know, that's the type of speech I would be giving. I would be giving a speech of reuniting the people, not focusing on rebuilding an area. You know, that's not what's important right now. And I think that's probably why people are, are thinking it's really strange. And looking at his investments, looking at he goes to the UN, and he's so focused on this whole climate change initiative as it relates to the fire and him potentially articulating that it's a, relate, or it's a result of global warming and then maybe ushering in this whole smart city conspiracy theory pushing out the locals is really what people are indicating could potentially happen. Now, whenever you look at his dial, the way he's describing things and talking, I mean, you could, you listen, y'all listen to it. I'm going to put a poll in after this to see what you think, but it does seem that his priorities are a little bit strange in my opinion. Now, can I definitively say that he's going to take this situation and build a whole smart city and sell off the land to people who aren't from there? No, I can't say that. But I can say that, you know, whenever you look at this story, it's a tragedy. Whenever tragedies happen, you know, people are always looking at why. They're trying to understand and why is it happening. You know, that's like the human demeanor is trying to make sense of certain things. And sometimes things just happen. You know, national, natural, natural disasters happen, fires happen. You know, I'm currently, you know, living in Boulder and I was here for the Boulder fire and what they indicated potentially is it was man-made. You know, there was rumors that it was created by the Yellow Deli and Sparks, and it created a situation where you had all these winds and a ton of houses burned down. And, you know, it was a very, very, it's probably one of the worst fires ever in Colorado history as it relates to all the perfect conditions. Now, you know, sometimes these situations happen. Now, to sit here and rule out conspiracy theories, I personally, there's no proof yet. Now, is there some weird... Um, coincidences and strange things being said by the governor. Yeah, he, he's really weird. <laughs> like, I can't even, I don't, I can't make sense of it, you know, especially for a leader, especially for a tragedy like this. Now, are they're saying that there's no federal people on the ground right now in Lahaina? I don't know if that's true, but that's just what that report indicated. Um, you know, it's just, it's a lot of interesting information. And that's usually what happens in a fog of war type situation. So I really cannot draw any conclusions at this time. I can make some strange assumptions, but I, I don't really know. You know, I'm going to put it on y'all in the poll to really tell me what you think, how you think this story is playing out. And if you do think there's a conspiracy theory, you know, because at this point, 
I'd say maybe he's really focused on the land development. Maybe he sees an opportunity. Maybe some of his investors for his campaign he knows has some connections to it. And that's kind of what he's focusing on now potentially. But there's no there's no real way of determining that. So thank you so much for listening. And we'll get back to you tomorrow.